Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. based on fiction. DJ Studios Underground. What's going on, D-Mac? Not, not much, man. Back out here, you know, visiting, enjoying this weather better than Texas. Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Way better than Texas. How so? It's hot as fuck here. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. The, what Texas weather is, that's, that's hot. It's like 90-something degrees, and the humidity is like, like 100. Damn. <laughs> and then uh, back when you were... We're in San Diego. It's hot as fuck there too, but like, is that dry heat like they say, right? Nah, it ain't even dry heat. It's, it's just right. It's it's uh, it's almost like seventy eight degrees. But the thing is, though, you got that breeze coming from the ocean, so gotcha. it, it cools down. It, it's, it's cool during the day. It's perfect. Shit, cause like back when I was in Vegas, uh, a couple of years back now, it was hot as fuck there. But because it was, as they say, with bunny ears, people in the audience, that dry heat. Uh, like I, I was fine. I actually liked the heat then, but heat here is fucking knocked me the fuck out. Cause I, I, in terms of like I pass out from the heat because it's so fucking muggy and hot and it's clammy out. Yeah, but we got D Mac actually in the studio for the first time, uh, in in a nerd cave. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's, it's very colorful. Man. <laughs> um. So what we said that we were going to do last time we hopped on, oh yeah, uh, so that's uh, that's from a storyline called Secret Wars, I had that back in the day, and then like on the Spider-Man cartoon, mm-hmm. I think it ended with Secret Wars, uh, like remember uh, when yes. he, yeah, yeah, it did, it did, because he went back to go get Mary Jane, yep, and, yep. Kinda, and then like they never had an actual uh, family to it, I kind of hated that, <laughs> yeah. hated it. it just ended right there, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently uh, uh, like the guy who was the showrunner, he has a script for the last episode that that that, that you can download and read, to where he goes back home and like he gets Mary Jane and shit. I, I, I never read it or attempted to read it. Yeah, uh, I'll send you like his name and I'll try to find find um, the link for it. Yeah, but that storyline happened back in like the '80s. It was the first like 12 issue storyline of a comic book. Uh, and then they had a second one like next year that was trash that everybody hates. And this one is when they tried to do it again in like 2015. That I didn't like the book personally, but 
it was actually pretty popular. And then after this storyline, they like did like a soft reset of the whole Marvel universe and shit, and started all the books again at number one. But essentially, uh, Doctor Doom gets these uh, powers of the Beyonder, which kind of happened like in the um, in the uh, cartoon. It's right in the cartoon mm-hmm. too. So he creates all, all these other worlds. So like uh, they went back to the Age of Apocalypse and all the other shit, but. Doctor Doom is basically like the god of all these worlds and shit. So then, like the heroes who who remember the old school universe have like team up and uh, take care of them and uh, and uh, defeat them. And then like uh, Mister Fantastic ends up beating them. Then him and his son, who can basically make worlds, like fucking Doctor Manhattan and shit, mm-hmm. they uh decide to not come back to the new world. And, like, just rebuild every universe that was in, like, the Marvel Universe and shit. But when they rebuilt the main Marvel Universe, they gave Dr. Doom back like his, like his real face. Like, so, like, fake didn't burn to no more. But, um, like, the old school book is over there, I believe. Yep. By, uh, by the Turtles. But this isn't, uh, um, the comic book show on the network. Uh, this is the, uh, the hip-hop show. And as we were saying last time... That we recorded, um, and that episode's doing pretty good, by the way. That we're, we're gonna have kind of a retrospective on the on the career of Jermaine Cole, J. Cole. Did Jermaine Cole? <laughs> <laughs> and that came about, and that's something that like that like, we've spoken about on this show since the very beginning. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of we put in a lot of emphasis on J. Cole. Yeah, career in like majority of our episodes. Uh, we pretty much almost like the same on it. Mm-hmm. So fire as his career wise, but uh, yeah, let's get let's get on, let's have at it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, what made me want to do the show is uh because we had such a drought this year. Uh, like I was telling you earlier, uh, the only thing that's really kind of connected me a little bit this year were the two Slim Thug projects from this year, and. <laughs> you just remind me to download those. Yeah, one of them's called SDS. That that's a uh, Sugar Daddy Slum, and the other's called K O T N, King of the North. But beyond that, uh, we've had a substantial drought for music this year. So because of that, I've been going back into the uh, pipelines trying to find old shit. So now, um, I listened to the first J. Cole and I was mesmerized about how fucking amazing the first J. Cole album was. And how now, although he's kind of circling back around to where he was before, it's tremendous to me how he could let one person reshape his whole career and not necessarily for the better. Because of uh, of one of the best songs on that album, which was, uh, was the workout. <laughs> Well, it's a song that I fucking like a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that that song was pretty dope. The whole album, I like I like the whole album in its entirety. Yeah. I don't get tired of it. I was just listening today. Because yeah. uh, God's Playing had, that that production was lit. Lit. Mm-hmm. For that, for that, uh, that track. But that's, this is also called uh, the Nas Letdown album, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the song that let Nas down initially was a uh, workout. It worked out. It was workout. Yeah. yeah, it was workout. But it, but that song has such a good formula to it. It's, it it was a formula, but it's a formula that works because he had like the fucking Paul Abdul sample mm-hmm. with the uh, hook, 
and the verses like didn't have a fucking good flow on it. And then like Nas, I mean the audacity of Nas even stepped to um, Cole and said, "Oh, I don't like what you're doing with your career because you could do so much better." Let the man breathe because on that first J Cole, he had a lot of topics on there, and Nas made that distinction based off of one song he heard. It's probably the only song he, he actually heard on that whole project. Yeah. And and let's face facts. As as Lupe Fiasco was saying last month, niggas gonna lose if they don't eat. He, he gotta make a, a radio single, which that was. He had a couple radio singles on there. And that made you wanna fucking hear the whole album. Yeah, you're right about that one. I think the best... With with that album, my favorite track on there is ooh, it's kind of hard. It's between guys playing. It's it's uh, What's the one we were talking about today? Uh, hold on, let me bring it up here. Oh, that's not guys playing. I ain't guys playing. Before Drake makes a song called a guys playing. True. True that. What the fuck am I going to play music at? Um, Alright, here we go. Here we go. What the fuck did my Google Play Music go? I think my iPad erased my Google Play Music because Breakdown, of that was the one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakdown, yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, Dad. Uh, Nobody's Perfect, Missy Elliott. Banger. Lost Ones, Fire. That, yep. that was... Yeah, I swear, I think they told almost every baby mama story on the planet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, can I hit it in the morning? Banger. Off the chain, man. Uh, lights, please. Yep. Lights. Yeah, <laughs> and lights, please is a perfect... Lights, please is a song that Nas would wrote if Nas wasn't just on his stupid shit. Or like on his super conscious shit. Lights, please is about... J. Cole and his woman being very sexually attracted to each other, but he wants to talk more deeper so- subjects, and all she wants to do is fuck. True. Have we all been there? True, true. We were talking about did that you, shit earlier. Did you like uh, Mr. Nice Watch? A little bit. I was 50-50 on that yeah. one with Jay. That's kind of popular. Kinda, yeah, exactly. And that's more, that's, more, uh, that's more of a Jay-Z song to me. That shows that... Because... Uh, Jay was either the A and R or A and R and the EP on it, right? Something like that. Yeah. It, it shows, but Jay Z helped him out a lot because, like, he made he was able like to boil down J Cole to his essence and get the best parts of him. Because, uh, and then the album cover even shows a devil and an angel. So the the album it, it encapsulates that part of his personality, the devil and the angel. Which one? What are you doing? On his name, he probably can see. Let me see. Really? Yeah. Also, uh, people were saying like that, like this album is on some. Oh yeah, it do. Yeah. I see it. I, I see it now. And then also, if you look um at the bench that that he's sitting on, that's a cross. Yeah, I never know that. This seems like a very simple album cover, but there's actually a lot going on there. Yeah, but. His, his, his name graphic shows uh, in the O it shows an angel and then on the E it shows like a, a, a devil horns and the album encapsulates that. It, it, it's, it's about his struggle from uh, different sides of his per, of his personality. Mm-hmm. Which I think a good a, a good album does that. 
But Nas had, but and, I mean, so is Nas more at fault about being being out of touch and giving J Cole his unwanted opinion, or is J Cole more out of touch, or or J Cole more at fault for listening to him? No, I think Nas just was J Cole did the right thing listening to him because I guess he felt as though he looked up Nas, of course. But Nas looked at like he should be more conscious. Why? Then, because he feels as though I think Nas actually think that he's actually better than him. That's the reason why. I'm, I'm just to keep it one hundred. I think he think that he's better than him. That's why he was kind of like. Now I think now I think J Cole is better, better than him. him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, absolutely. He's seen the grow like he can see it in him that mm -hmm. he's like, yo, this dude gonna be able to spit shit way past what I'm spitting. But then when he going so commercial, because Nas didn't go commercial. Right. He was too conscious of that and other thing. Everybody wanted him to go commercial. Now he somewhat got his shit together, but <laughs> I think he got his shit together just because of the fact that he didn't make a... That dude didn't make no commercials. He didn't try to sell nothing. This That's just Nas. Just, just kind of sidebarring here real quick. Mm -hmm. Nas didn't sell nothing. He went bankrupt. Exactly. And what's name was all in his ass and shit. Then he ended up getting his money back. He sold a couple records. They was hidden. He started getting do the Hennessy commercial. Yeah, I, I know you seen that yep, one. Yep. And then he also owned like real estate and all that shit. He started getting this Jay Z sense. Yeah. Because everybody was like, "Yo, Jay up here fucking making moves." Almost like what, what's his name? Uh, uh, not big pun, but uh, Fat Joe. Joe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fat Joe was inside notes, and this was before Jay was worth a billion. He said this. Probably like about a year ago, a couple months ago, he was just like, "Man, this dude got so much money and like power and fame." He said, "What the fuck am I doing?" He was like, "I came out, we came out with these dudes." <laughs> and this dude, you see this dude, this dude like walking on water. He was like, "Shit, I need to step my game up." Yeah, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. And Nas, he Nas already on that elevate. He already didn't elevated. He elevated to that, but he's still on a come up. He hasn't. He ain't gonna. I don't think he's gonna hit the Jay Z level. Jay Z level is like a lot of hard work. Yeah, <laughs> and Dude. everyone doesn't have that skill set. Like Fat Joe doesn't have that skill set. Nah, he don't. Nas doesn't have that skill set. Uh -huh. um, honestly, there aren't a lot of people in general inside of music, inside of rap, outside of rap, have that skill set to be able to be and put your foot in that many things. Jay is essentially a venture capitalist because that's where like you buy like a um um a company. At a, at a, a lower price when it's kind of like on the bubble, and like then when it starts to bubble, you sell it off. That's what we did with uh, I think like forty forty clubs. That's what we did with uh, he still owns um that liquor, but that's what we did with uh the Brooklyn Nets. Cause like in the early in like the mid two thousands, he he would buy a company for two years, you make it real hot, then but, sell. But the crazy thing is though about the Brooklyn Nets is he had to do the Brooklyn Nets because he wanted to uh, be a sports agent. Mm -hmm. Now he is a forge agent. He 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 agents Kyrie Irving, uh, Draymond Green, mm -hmm. another one. Uh, Saginaw Zone. Yeah. Uh, not who else? Not uh, they care. I think even Kevin Durant. Like he got a whole bunch, of, and then he got football players and baseball players moving his way. He pushed them, pushed them in the right direction, marking them because he said he wants them to be able to have money and not to get fucked over. But but he fucked over that that boxer guy. I don't know about all that. Yeah, yeah. I seen you. I seen you some shit on it. Like he he, he tried to uh, Anglo Saxon or uh, Hispanic 
I think I know what you're talking about. But he's brain damaged now, some shit like that. And then like uh, like Jay didn't help him out at all. It's some crazy shit like that. But now nah, he pulled up from the Brooklyn Nets. And from what from what I heard about the Brooklyn Nets is the fact that he granted he might have pulled away from them, but Rock Nation still is in the building. Rock Nation is over. Like somebody there is from Rock Nation that's over like the Brooklyn Nets management or whatever, like mm-hmm. their manager or the company or some shit. But it's still tied into the Rock Nation, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they were saying when they ended up getting Kyrie Irving and these other new uh, basketball players this year. And they was kind of like thinking who to thank for that and all that. And then they said Jay-Z one of them, to be honest with you. And, and man, like, but Jay has kind of pulled away from the, the Nets. Like, I haven't heard him talk about Nets in probably yeah. 10 years. And what's crazy about that, he, he let... A friendship that could have been a lifelong friendship falter because of that deal. Because now, because I'm not a sports guy, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't him and um fucking uh LeBron fall out because they wanted uh, LeBron signed to the Nets? No, no, they didn't fall out. They, I don't, I don't know what was the deal with that, but LeBron already had his own company going. LeBron literally, he he has a dude that managed him. It's almost almost like a friend. I gotta I gotta get the breakdown of it, but it's literally a dude off the street. Yeah. That he wanted to, cause he seen the dude, he knew who the dude was, and it was like, and it was like, and it was like, hey man, you wanna be my manager? It was like one of those. Mm-hmm. And he literally changed his life, and he changed he changed his life, and the the guy then hit he ain't grown so much to the point that he's almost a valuable asset as far as a sports agent. In, in the NBA industry cool. to the point where he be making power moves. Yeah, but but that kind of goes to my point, though, because I feel like I heard this is 10 years ago at this point. Oh, shit, it might be longer than that. Yeah, because like, that's back in, like, when we were... Uh, I remember when it was on the force of the cover of uh, the, the Source, the thing. A double XL. Or was it double XL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, what I hear is that Jay wanted to have all those roles for LeBron so he can get his foot wet in like, the sports sports game as well, but because uh, LeBron wanted to go his own way, they kind of had tension, which is why when I think Otis, uh, Kanye had like the, um, the uh, LeBron shout out, and then JG said D-Wade, something, something like JG, something, something like D-Wade, on that, yeah, I know you're talking about, what song was that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was. Oh, it's because it's the oldest Reading uh, sample. Yep. Man, they sampled all that. That song actually pretty hot. I have. I never liked. Oh, wait, wait, the song that oldest came from, or the, the one that they sampled that song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Kanye is a is a beast at finding fucking hot ass sample. Like, the, and then what's so cold about Kanye and this is a this is a J. Cole song we're getting back to J. Cole yeah. <laughs> it's all gonna circle back around but one of Kanye's talents is finding these cold ass soul samples then they go back this is the song he came from and the song be cold as fuck um but okay if you're J. Cole right you're getting a co-sign by the biggest rapper this is Objectively, like not subjectively, the, the biggest rapper of all time. You're signed to their out of management deal, 
labeled it. I'm not sure what Rock Nation was at that time. If if that's the case, why are we listening to Nas? Who's whose gems are going to be more valuable at that then, point? Though. That was back then. This is 2014, that, 15. No, for J Cole. Yeah. The sideline story. No, came the sideline story came out long, longer than that, bro. Final right? It was like 2000. Oh no, no, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're right. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, yeah, yeah. I'm way fucked up. Yeah, because 15 was like, yeah, uh, I keep my head high. Hell yeah. That, that was a classic album, by the way. I'm just putting yeah, it, it was. It was, it was. <laughs> um, but in 2011, even, because like, that's, that's when Jay-Z, because you can argue that musically, he's not as high now as he was back then. That's yeah. when like he's at the height of it. And where was Nas then? At that point, exactly nowhere. Yeah. So, I, I understand it for the boom bap rapity rap motherfuckers. Nas is, is a legend, but if you have the most successful rapper who, who has you under their wing, why would you listen to the Nas at that point? I wouldn't. Cause not, not hey, Nas influenced him, man. That's that's pretty much it. He influenced him to become a rapper. That's why when he gave him a shout out on Born Center, that that was I think it hit home. But Nas kind of throw back too. I don't know if you know that because he was just like, nah, man, I ain't mean that like that. Like <laughs> he was like, nah, you good, bro. Like yeah. But dude, I mean, did you like that song though? Let Nas out. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a worst J Cole song yeah, in the history of J Cole song. Cause it's a song that acknowledges why why that that second album sound like one long boring ass song. <laughs> he went for having one of the best debut albums, probably top. Will be, will be a decent top twenty debut debut albums of all time, to the one of the worst software albums of all time. The only good songs on that second J Cole was. Rich niggas. That yeah. might be it. On Born Center. Oh man, I like that whole album. That album was boring as fuck. Sound like a Nas album. I love. I like that whole album, man. He went from having like nah, different layers that did hey, all a Nas album with terrible ass beats. I ain't gonna put it as. Well, I would almost put it as a classic because that was one I listened to thoroughly. From Runaway to Trash. Land of the Snakes. Trash. <laughs> Power trip was hot. Can it be your Friday night? The girl that the girl that I dated at that time loved that song, and it heard that whole album. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Which I also did. She knows that was a shit too. She gonna pop. That's on the deluxe version. Also, those those videos like those Negro spiritual slave videos he was making at that time too. She knows like a slave video and it do with this. No, 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 I'm wrong. Cause she knows it's like when the girl, when the little boy ended up finding out his mom was cheating and she was cheating with J. Cole and then he ran out the house and shit. Oh, that sounds good actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a Crooked Smile had a dumb video, didn't it? Yeah, I give, yeah, that was probably the only way I wanted me. Land of Snakes, I like it cause it had that old school uh, Outcast beat. Yeah. That's why I liked it. Then he kind of, I could relate to it more because the song, remember, because when he was like, I'm standing in front of this girl, I used to basically, uh, 
I let me see how it go. You said I used to met up in college with. I used to like bang her, then kick her out of the dorm room or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm sitting here trying to politic with her, but she she looking at me like I'm a size this nigga on some Bobby Round shit. My prerogative, nigga, it's a nigga that hit and never commit. <laughs> you see? Yeah. Uh, what song was that again? That was on Land of Snakes. You're right. Yeah. At the okay. End. So. J. Cole had good... So this is when J. Cole started to be the J. Cole that I don't like. Because <laughs> he had birds on there, but the beats were just fucking horrendous. It's not like it was one long-ass song. Oh, man. I had a road trip uh, <laughs> with some co-workers. So, so we're driving shit like... And had to sit playing in the background. And then I'm like... One of them at now granted, we were having a conversation at the same time, but like they stopped the conversation like Evan, like is that song on repeat? Like no, like this song thirteen, like you sure? It's like it's the same song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's the same song oh, thirteen man. songs. Um I think that uh Forbidden Fruit might have been alright. Kendrick. Me and my bitch. Yeah, I don't think so. Nope. Oh, yeah, I didn't like this one. Yeah. But also, it's like a 1992 beat. Like, fucking a Q-tip beat or some shit. Yeah, I like I, it, I think it is a Q-tip beat. I like it, though. But. I don't know if he produced all them things, but. It sounded like he did. Cause it like he took one, one beat, then he changed it to. He went, dun, 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 ding, ding. <laughs> that shit. But, um. But hearing the first J. Cole album that 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 like you have your headphones on, just vibe out to it. You can fucking clean an apartment or house on it. You can work out to it, you can ride to it. To the second J. Cole album, which is strictly a clean up the house on a Sunday afternoon after church album. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the second J. Cole is. It was drastically different and it wasn't an improvement, it was a digression. Yep. No, it wasn't digression. I'm gonna give it digression. I would say it was improvement because he just showed you a layer that he wasn't. One thing he really did, he talked about, like from what well, Cricket Smile he did kind of say it was a little churchy, a little bit. Uplifting kids, just saying that don't let folks bring you down. You know, that's kind of what that was. He was still on to me on the same level of scale that he was on the first one, but then. It, it kind of it drifted off just a little bit, but then he showed a little bit more diversity because it sounded like on this one, like I said, like you said, uh, Jay or Jay Z was the A and R the first one. Mm-hmm. Jay Z wasn't on A and R on this one. Obviously, <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. So. Some backpack rapper probably was. <laughs> Talib Kweli probably was. Oh, oh man, that beat. No, I mean that beat knocking too much, bro. We gonna take that beat out. Then I, I, I'm taking the beat that made him on fucking kitchen table. There's a beat. That's, that's what the fuck happened on that second one. Now, to your point though, you were bringing up all the songs on the first album that fit into the mode of the second album. I was bringing up the songs that were, were kind of different. Like, say you got a man, say you got a main chick, a mistress, and some hoes. Can't get enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. That shit was cold as fuck. <laughs> Beat the pussy up, there's a hook right there. But I do like, I like the. I don't know. I don't know the verse. Well, she gonna pop, but she gonna gonna pop is on the deluxe version. Yeah. I know it's on some of the deluxe version. Some of them songs like 
It's almost, I want to say, almost close to half. Yeah, oh my... It's not on the original Born and Center. Yes. Yeah, my brother was, I was playing that. My brother was like, where you hear this? Where you get this from? I was just like, yep. it's on Born and Center. He was like, but it said deluxe version. He was like, oh, it's on deluxe. Yeah, because this is one that uh, I bought the physical copy for. And like, yeah, me too. For those in the audience, the uh, one that we're talking about is the one that has like the little uh, picture of a devil thing with like a drawn on... Like a crown. Basquiat... Yeah. Crown. Now the the uh, standard version is basically looking like the fucking pearly gates, and it has some weird lines on it. Uh, I feel like Kanye Kanye might have been like his art director because this is some Kanye looking album art. But anyway, True. that one had sixteen songs. It stops at Born Center, which is makes sense because like that's the title track. Uh, but then the uh, one that we're referring to has twenty, so it has four. Extra songs on it. Uh, Miss America, uh, New York Times. Which, New York, New York with 50 Cent. Yep. And Boz. That's first appearance of Boz. Because Boz is signed oh, to. Boz um, on there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the, like, that this one, that this one I really, really hated 50 Cent. So, like, when I saw 50 Cent's name on it, I skipped it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure song, I, I've ever heard this song. All he say is New York, New York. All he say is New York, New York. And that's it. He, he don't got his own. No. Oh. That beat sounds like the fucking speakers are blowing on my iPad, but they aren't. <laughs> but then he had uh the song that that you referred to the she gonna pop. Then it had uh niggas know which is decent. I'm gonna let these niggas know. Yeah. On that one, like he he fucking ripped the shit. Then he had Sparks will fly with Janie. I can't pronounce that business name. I mean that young lady's name. Janae. Janae, our cool. Our cool. or some shit? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it had now That's a that's a good song. Spark fly. I feel like I, I feel like Yeah, so this is my personal most skipped J. Cole album. The only ones that I fuck with I think I fuck with the first one. Uh Land of Snakes, Power Trip. Rich Niggas is my favorite. Yeah. Rich Niggas, goddamn Because I ain't never had a lot, damn it. Really? <laughs> matter of fact, let's let this shit ride for a minute. And then, the beat was kind of hot, too. Yeah. And his phone was immaculate. This is by far my favorite song on this whole project. Matter of fact, while why this is working in this album is a soundtrack to black college women's bubbles bath. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never had a lot, Shit, 
Plus, dog, I'm a grown man now. I ain't mad at that nigga. But if a plane crash and it only killed his lame ass, I'll be glad it's that nigga. Nigga. DK dirty now, stack the bro. Woo. Refund check, shoes that to float. Mm. Mama gets depressed, falls in love with the next maniac on crack, use that to coat. And now we know that that's probably a true story because, like, he goes on in, in his career talking essentially about him, him and his mother, and all the problems that they've had. Yeah. But yeah, so that song to me is a standout and one of the only songs on the album that I fuck with to this day. <laughs> but if that isn't where J. Cole started turning, started being, um, not the album, not the artist that that that, that you think he, sh- he he could be. When when did he flip for you? I would say no. Actually, I'm not gonna. I would I would say it was starting up to me with build. It was build up on this album. I was seeing all the promotion and everything. Yeah, him being in a. What you call it? Uh, in Vegas on the show for New Year. Yep, yep, yep. I remember yep. that because I, I was getting drunk at the bar <laughs> in San in San Diego. The next one was Forest Hill Drive, which I liked. Forest Hill Drive is hands down the classic album. Like for him, that's to me that was his niche. That was everything right there. Like he could die the next day, and everybody was like Forest Hill Drive. They gonna remember Sideline Story. They gonna like it's like a right off rip, and that's that one to me. You can ride all the way through. No features, first time ever. No features to go platinum. Now I know it's like three times platinum now. Yeah. After all these years, it, it went it went platinum quick though. It went platinum probably like in like what three four months or something like that. I think I think quicker than that because quick yeah. Something happened now. Granted, Some, I, yeah, it might be quicker than that. His second album, to me, is, is is his my least favorite, and I think his most trash album. But something happened between that second album when that and when his third one came out. The whole, although J Cole was never like a household name to say or Anglo-Saxon uh, a compatriot, but when the third album dropped, that's when everybody started loving J Cole to where he he, he became to that guy level MC. Yeah, and I, I don't know how it happened based on that trash second album. But it happened, yeah, because when that shit came out, it was a. I think it, it might have been this, which is a Jay Z move, I believe. He was one of the first rappers to to, to drop an album out of out of nowhere, I believe. True, I think so. I, and I think he that's just, what happened. People didn't know. It. People knew it was coming, but they didn't know but when. When and it was a surprise and album. Like people went to the fucking Spotify like, and shit. Yep. Then other, and then everybody he went, went viral. There. And everybody was like, oh, man, he ain't got no features on here. And I think that's probably what did it. The lack of marketing was a, was the greatest yeah. marketing tactic that they yeah. could have had. And then after he dropped it, that's when he started doing the backstory and everything from videos and all that. Also, the first album that he didn't have that many actual music videos from. Or it took him a long time to put a, long time. A, a video out. Yeah, because uh, with Gio... Uh, Get off my dick. My that's dick a slave video. That's, that's a slave video. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? This is a good song. What the fuck is this video? <laughs> I know. I couldn't get the video. I know I saw the video. Like, Alright, it's whatever. Something different, I guess. Uh, Wet Dreams with the Dog. That shit was funny. Yeah. That was pretty funny. The first video, though, was uh, kind of like from the intro. And that first song. Okay. But um, before I get into that. Now, 
he always tells the fact that like he doesn't have these features, but it it do features really sell albums today? Yeah. You think about it. You throw Drake on one of these songs, it's like an automatic hit. Like that's like, oh man, it's going platinum. Think about yeah. it. He was on. I can't think. I can't even think of the dudes he was on. But the the song hit because Drake on it. True. Now, okay. <laughs> now, it should be it should be pointed out though that uh, back when this album came out, this 2014 Four Seals, right? I think so. Because all right. <laughs> 2014 is is gonna sound crazy. Was a different world than 2019. Mm-hmm. In 2014, albums still kind of matter. In 2019, singles matter. Mm-hmm. So a single can definitely boost if it has a good feature on it. But in 2014, yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of a hard question to um to answer them. But also, how do you feel about J Cole singing so much in this one? Keep my head, hand, and get my soul to bury me. I'll be faithful. I tell you what, it got me singing. I, was... <laughs> I fuck with it, yeah. But I fuck with it. Some people hate it, though. But... No, sometimes you gotta do that to make it. If it's your own record and you put your, your energy into it, then you gotta do what you gotta do. I mean. And if you don't want no, um, no features. <laughs> you got to cigar your own shit. You got to cigar your own shit. Yeah, nobody on it, so he had to do it. And he did it on purpose. I'm yeah. Sure. People get, well, I, I think probably singers. Singers get mad when when up and rappers sing, but I kind of like it. Yeah, me too. Especially like... If, if they sing, kinda, though. Yeah. If sing, like, he, but he's not really singing, singing. He's just kind of holding like the... It's harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. harmony. He go, how, 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 He do no shit like that. But as a matter of fact, I like the songs where he sings are probably are probably some of my favorite songs. And also I like the the rollout and like the backstory like you were saying, that like that's the house that he grew up in. Yeah, the old three of dollars. Mm-hmm. And then I think he said like he that's went back and bought that house. That's my favorite track. And then it came out in two thousand fourteen. <laughs> um Fire Squad was cold. Fire Squad was cold. Central Page was cold. Yeah. <laughs> now, this album. Okay, so let me break it down so far. The first album at this point was his best album all around to me. Yeah. The second album was the exact opposite of that. So then on on his third one, he was kind of trying to bridge that gap a little bit, but he was still more so on the second album tip of me because the beats on this album were still kind of trash. Mm. It was still like them basement beats. The beats on this the, the beats that I put that I made that are on the end of our episode are better than the beats on this guy. <laughs> That's Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3 <laughs> by Evan <laughs> Jones. Oh. Which I might put on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, but you could tell that he, whoever made those beats on the second, third album made those beats on Apple Garage Man. I guarantee fucking to you. <laughs> I, I have access to the same same shit. I have access to the same shit that he has. Um, but song wise, because because this album was at that point his most personal album. It was really good. 
Yeah. But it's still to me now. I'll say this though, because the second album turned me off so much, I forgot about the first album. I forgot how, how amazing the first album was. I forgot how amazing that first album was until a couple weeks ago when when, when, when listening to it. Again. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so at that point, hearing the second album and hearing this one, it was a step. It, it was a huge step in the right a direction. Because that, that second one to me was so lackluster, and I felt like he wasn't inspired. I felt like he was trying to do what he thought that that subgenre of rappers were wanting him to do instead of being himself. On this third one, I feel like he's being all all of himself and, and showing it showed that he was he, that he was becoming a man for as corny as that sounds. Cause there 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 are hardly any lyrics about fucking hoes and shit. Cause it's probably also when he got married around the same time. Mm-hmm. Cause the first album, like there was a, a considerable amount about him just a fucking hoes or young ladies. But but on this album, I think that that entire thing is gone. It's about his personal life. It's about uh, his struggles. It's a very personal album. And then like the album cover is cold. And then what's kind of cold, corny and cold at the same time is that at the concerts, in support of this album, his stage was a, a roof of a house. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was cool and also kind of corny. I got to bring out a whole fucking roof. To every concert venue, yeah, it seems like uh, a lot. roof sitting on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also when he when he started to grow out his hair, and started just like a hobo. That's <laughs> also when he started to stop doing all all of his press run and only do uh shit with Angie Martinez. Yeah. Who's one of the worst interviewers in current times? Because <laughs> she's so fucking Barbara Walters. Like, not saying that she does this, but she's what I call the I dick sucking method of interviewing. I didn't interviews. say she the worst, but he do need to go somewhere else, like the breakfast club. She don't ask um, no. He went to the breakfast club one time, but that was at the beginning. Of his yeah. Career. Back when he felt like he probably had to, but mm-hmm. Angie Martinez want to be everybody's friend. J. Cole. <laughs> and I guess Angie is good to have at your station if you want artists to come to the station. Because you're not going to have them say do anything that makes them feel uncomfortable at all. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a detriment to her because that, 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 those aren't kind of interviews that I like to hear. That, but yeah, so that's 2014 Forest Sales Drive. I think you, you made it up in, in the right direction. And then next we had the the one that was also like a little bit a device which I also liked, but it still wasn't as good as that first one in retrospect. And it was still him, I think, trying to find that perfect balance of being backpack rapper and being the Jay Z style rapper. Uh, this is was one called Number Four, Your Eyes Only, and this one also didn't have like. Any singles in it? Uh, yeah, it did. It had uh, Deja Vu. Deja Vu, Deja Vu. That's dope. Hey, put a finger in the sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your fingers in the sky. The song that he, he stole from Bryson Tiller. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that was Bryson Tiller stole from him, <laughs> supposedly. 
I could see that too, and that's why he said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna put it out anyway." Yeah, <laughs> really. I think it was the uh, the producers. Yeah, I think the producer fucked it. Not up. really either artist. And then they play the chick who says, "Show that swing in my way." But I tell you what, if you heard that one before the Bryson Tiller, would you say that was that was hot? Hotter? Yeah. If then the, if you didn't hear the Bryson Tiller until later, you probably be like, "Damn, this dude either one is dude biting or yeah," because it would have been a different beat. Like it would have been it's coming from him. Like the beat's still different though. Yeah, gotta, it's yeah. the same. Essentially, it's the same sample. It's the same sample, but the beat, the baseline, certain baselines are different. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the same sample, and the same. Because they actually got Tupac in it too. Yeah, I guess you say the the nucleus of the beat is the same, like the same main part of it is the same, but everything else is different. Um. That's actually a hard fucking question. Um, now, I, I I don't have an answer, but I'll shoot you the question back. No, not really. Do you, well a question back. Do you think that the Bryce and Taylor song made you like this song more because it was instant nostalgia? Oh, six months ago I heard a song that was like this. No, I, I, maybe like the song more because of the whole Tupac verse on there that, that yeah. they put that he put it in there. I was like, oh shit, you got Pac in there. I was like, okay, I got, I, like, I can fuck with it. The Bryson Tiller, I do like. That Bryson Tiller song I think in the long run. But I think that one would have beat that if that would have came out first. Mm-hmm. Everybody would that that shit would have been. Water the shakes, water down. <laughs> it definitely would have called Bryson Tiller a biter, and it probably would hurt his career if J. Cole came out first. So it's good that Bryson Tiller came out first, so he can kind of get that pub and kind of breathe for a bit before J. Cole's came out. Now, I think in the long run, people will remember Bryson Tiller's song more. Yeah. Because he doesn't have as many songs out. Exactly. He had those two. Those, yeah, exactly. Well, like that one song had like that that Street Fighter beat on it. Fight! Was oh yeah, high. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, excuse me. Deja Vu is a good song. Um, Exchange is a beautiful song. It makes me emote. Exchange. Mm-hmm. That's Brian Stiller. Give me all the meal with exchange for me. Oh yeah. You and me. <laughs> Although that song is a little bit stalkerish, that whole album kind of is. Yeah, yeah. you right on that one. I'm coming back for good, so let them niggas know it's mine. What happened to Bryson Tiller? Cause that second album was trash. I have no idea. Super trash. Dumpster fire. Um, now I do remember this. Is this the one where he had like this, the the uh? They call them the promo singles that wasn't on an album talking about Kanye and, and maybe Wale. False Idols or some shit. Mm, I don't think it was this one. It was either this or 2014. I don't think it was this one. I think it was this one. 2016, yeah. I think it was. Because um, 
That song sh- should have been on an album, but it might have been. But got like 10, 13 tracks. Ten. Like doesn't fit the cause like this was kind of this like the last three were kind of concept albums really. And some people didn't like this concept. Like I know that. Sh- I, I like this one. People turn on this album the same way people turn on the first Daredevil movie. When that whole first camera, everybody loved it. Next yeah, year, it said, yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> they turned that movie hard out of nowhere. People turned it on, on this album, too. It could be like those are vignettes on there that, she loves me. I love her. Which they get a little corny. Yeah. She loves me. I love her. I like it. I like it. I mean, change clothes was some shit. I like that. I got a, I got a run runs over that neighbors. I think the neighbors. Neighbors think I'm dope. selling dope. It's it's, yeah. it's top ten songs of all time. <laughs> That's a standout to me on, on the whole album. And folding clothes, I got it. Then like you being like married man, like probably uh, mm-hmm. it will uh, resonate more with you. But after a while, the, after like the first two three times, like got like kind of corny. I want to throw clothes for you. I want to do the right thing. But you don't like the... I like the the inverse of it. Uh, when he said... Niggas in the hood try to act hard. Okay. Uh, matter of fact, let's play it real quick. Yep. Like, then probably fast forward it. Okay. Shit that people don't talk about a lot, and then uh, me and Awesome Sauce actually talk about this on on our, our episode on on, a, on our network episode one ten, I believe, um, to where uh, the whole show was about gender roles, and I was saying that not to say that this is an excuse, but as as children, right, men or boys are uh, told that boys don't cry, although how can boys don't cry if we have the ability to cry? Mm-hmm. So like that in itself makes no sense. Mm-hmm. We're, we're told to as uh, suppress our emotions and act hard all the time, be manly because like that's masculine. It's masculine to, to not show emotion. But then when we're adults, we're expected to show emotion for for um, the woman that we love. But how can we if we don't know how to show emotion? Because we had to suppress it our entire lives. But then when we get mad enough for not showing emotion, but that's how we were raised. Yeah, and then. Also, that could be why 
and because men don't know how to show our emotion because we had to be hard on time put on those, those false faces like he was saying mm-hmm. that could be why like some niggas beat up their girlfriends exactly. they don't know how to, they don't know how to yeah. express themselves because yeah. we were told not to not saying that they're, they're an excuse but if a person is told to suppress their emotions all the time and if you're mad about something because like dudes that do play sports being be, being physical and competitive so you get mad at something in sports you do you tackle the motherfucker harder mm-hmm so if a girl make you mad, the only way you know how to express your anger, not with words or with emotions, but physicality. What the fuck you think gonna happen? Exactly. Again, not to excuse people's behaviors, <laughs> but to say it's, it's something that we, we don't think about. That, and maybe I got that idea from J. Cole, and I, and like I never knew it, but I know Charlemagne. He he thought this was uh, Cole's worst album. His worst album. Mm-hmm. I can see that for Charlotte, man. Yeah, I can see that, but I don't think it was his worst. No, because the second one is his worst by far. <laughs> no, actually, no, no. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I take that back. Mm-hmm. Actually, it will be the worst. Yeah, cause I, I I was gonna say cause this will be this this is worse. This will be really this will be <laughs> this will be for me because out of all his albums, which we about to talk about the other one in a few seconds here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this album, I, this is the one of the least album I listen to. The least album I listen to. The only thing you I might more cinema on this. Yeah, yeah. Wow, man, I'm telling you. Cause some of the shit when he be talking, like when he was talking about the girl was standing in front of her, calling him massages, kicking him out the dog. I kind of remind it reminded me of me mm-hmm. kicking and talking to this girl, this then third. Oh, fuck her over, whatever. She leave the house. All right, on to the next one. Boom. Or she want to argue, man. Please, boom. You up out of here. I call this other girl. Be right over. That it kind of reminded me. That's one reason why I like J Cole. Kind of relate to him way more. Um, Especially with the one that one burst we, we just heard the whole acting hard thing because niggas do be acting hard and it, it kind of reminded me of sagging all like a mug like Dude, all over. That's black. That's <laughs> men yeah. and it's as men um in general, but black men in particular. Because mm-hmm. us of any race, he's absolutely right. Because like, you, you gotta act like you're hard all the fucking time. So now um, on this one, it ends off on a good note. Um, like well, not really a good note. Uh, but the for your eyes only was, cause that was a song about uh him visiting that little girl, and then like her, her either her parents died or her brother her, died. Her parents died. Yeah, and, and either a natural. Uh, I think it really happened though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh like his friend, you know, selling drugs and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, then he had a daughter and all that stuff, and then he ended up dying. It, yeah, it's crazy. It, it, I think the only reason why it don't click with me because of it's the body of work. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to have to listen to it again because I think the body of work didn't really translate well, like break down for me yeah. telling the story. Mm-hmm. Not like KOD. True. KOD, like, True. literally break down. Like, you can go the section to section. It's literally telling you what what mm-hmm. what, what it's gonna be about, and that's one reason Ooh. I do like KOD. Good. Okay, so that brings up a good point. Do you think that maybe uh, J Cole from his second, third, and fourth album needed maybe a 
better EP or A&R to make a more cohesive product that wasn't just all one side. A&R. No, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean either of those two. Like, not pick one, one, oh, okay. but, but when you said that, yeah, I think that these albums in the middle here need a better. It was all J Cole, and that's not always good. So sometimes you need an input. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was, it, everything was on him, and mm-hmm. he was putting it together, saying this, that, and the third, instead of having somebody say, "Hey, why don't you put this with this, this, and this?" Exactly. And it'll sound a little bit better. Or like perfect, perfect example on the first Eminem and really all of the Eminems before before he turned to trash. So like the first three or four, uh, it will turn in his album. Then either Dre or uh, Paul Rosenberg or fucking Ken Kenneth would be like, bro, we need a single for the album. That's how we got uh, how my name is. That's how we got uh, without me. And then uh, the law of diminishing returns, you got that go crazy bullshit. <laughs> but on the if my name is wasn't his first single, Eminem would not be where he was in 2011. Now, he, now, now he's nowhere. But yeah, but that's what these albums I think are missing. And I didn't think about it. If you would have put two or three more single ish songs on on each of these albums. That would have been better. I got a little bit more of variety on there. Not like Chris Brown a variety where he's all over the place. But like not cause like it's a nice tune you love you have to have. It can't be all one note like all like Born Center or all over the place like a Chris Brown album. Yeah. But these albums were missing that that piece of it. But from the second, third, to fourth album, I felt like he kept getting closer and closer and closer to finding to find, find like that balance he had on the first album. Now, saying that, that like this is the this is your least favorite um, Cole album, you're actually in good company because a lot of people say like that this is worse out. A lot yeah. of people say that. Like that's actually like the uh, consensus. I don't agree, but that's what a lot of people say. So then. Um, I feel like this didn't happen, but I feel like somewhere out there, J. Cole heard somehow like he tapped our phones and heard us talking about J. Cole and and, and like some of his missteps. And then he finally came out with an album that was just about perfect. And I think this was either my album last year or yours. No, mine. I think it was on round one of that recording because uh, it's like baseball. Like, I fucked that recording up. Um, <laughs> but uh, when we did round two, out of yours, yours was a push or T, I thought. On this one? No, it was for... Last year. Yeah, for the summer or whatever. It was this one. Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're right, you're right. I had push or T with it, but I had this with it, and I had added, uh, what's her name, uh, Carly B. Yeah. Too. Cause it was going into the summer. It was going to the summer with fire. Like you had That's this came cool. out in April. Carly B came out in April, or yeah, April time period. No, Carly B came out like March. Then this one came out in April, and it was just like fire, fire. Everybody oh, was Kanye. Boom, 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 boom. And Kanye went mm-hmm. on his little ranch shit. So this the uh, KOD album is one one of the reasons why you guys in the audience have this podcast today. Cause yeah, cause we had so much fire that like last summer, like we had, all uh, uh, like, had to come together, and talk about it 
as the rappers say on wax was I don't know what even constitutes wax, but um, yeah, because yeah, I, I think that the second time, the first time we did the best of those albums, you said Pusha T, but then we came back and redid it. You said uh, KOD. KOD, that's what it was, and this one only has twelve songs on it. Cause now we're because that's also a difference between early J Cole and current J Cole in terms of the music landscape. In the early 2000s, more was better. But lately, last two years or so, albums have been shrinking. And it's your Chris Brown. Like, now, if you get trail songs, you're lucky. Like, most have a 9 or 10. Mm-hmm. But also, most skits are gone. Yeah, really, that's could, a really, it was trail songs, maybe five skits. Yeah. And it made 18. But, um, this is a close second to me of the J. Cole album. It had a few... Oh, also, we forgot a uh, note. When did Kill Edward pop up? Or, last one, wasn't it? On... No, I don't know. Well... He shows up twice on here. But it, it was... It was it was on this one. Like, yeah. overall. But Kill... I don't think he, don't think he popped up on... Kill, but Kill Edward is basically uh, like a young buck voice, right? Young, yeah, yeah, yeah. That voice popped up previously. Oh, neighbor, neighbor, think I'm selling dope, selling dope. Oh, it's that same voice. Uh, it's not credited. It's not credited. Yeah, it, it, it's all the but watch. And I think that he's a confirmed this too. And it's going to sell like windows to the walls. So we just heard neighbors. Now, if you go back to where the fuck that shit go? KOD. KOD. I know heaven is a mind state. Wait. A times. Is that voice so kill Edward? So mm-hmm. Okay, I'm wrong now. Wait, which album is uh, Get Off My Dick on? Uh, Force Hills. That one had the same fucking uh, Young Buck voice, which I thought was Kill Edward. I'll get back to everyone on that, but yeah, but he has a fucking Young Buck voice that I thought was Young Buck, but it's not. <laughs> Okay. I can see why he say Young Buck though. Neighbors think I'm selling dope. That sounds like Young Buck. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So 
Although the guy who drew well, the guy who painted that the, the album cover is from a uh, Detroit. Oh, really? Yep, it's mm-hmm. in that. Um, but he kind of sucks, in my opinion. <laughs> that that looks like a child painted it, or a sip and paint party. I like when the girls were like really really drunk. Also, also that might be the concept though. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but no, because that artist paints like that all the time. I see more of his work. Oh, it's always know. that bad. But also, you know, they see, you gotta see the. Have you ever seen the upside of him? I never heard of upside with the camera. Or, or like his uh, uh. And dude from Breaking Bad in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch that. They got a painting on there that looked like a three-year-old fucking <laughs> created, and then fuck around. He flipped it. The rich dude, whatever. Sold it to this dude for like fifty thousand dollars, and the painting looked retarded. Dude, <laughs> fine art shit is trash. Have you seen like fine art? That yeah. shit is trash. Uh, like fucking Banksy, the art 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 love. This shit's trash. But um, the story goes that J. Cole actor, he's this great guy, and maybe he is, but he he did not pay a nigga for that painting. And like that paint, that painter was mad as fuck about oh, it. Really? He did not pay that nigga. That's fine. According to the painter, I never heard fucking J Cole side of it because like J Cole doesn't do press. But the concept of this shit was called as fuck. Uh, that there may not be a bad song on it. Um, I feel like I feel like photographs was a uh, sequel to um. Deja vu a little bit. Yeah. Has he said that, or is that's us making it up? Uh, I mean, I think that was just us making it up. He ain't <laughs> it sounded like it though. Now there are some songs on there that sound like the previous song, like uh, ATM and Motivate, kind of sound like the same song. Motivate, motivate, motivate. Motivate, motivate, motivate. And like, these songs are kind of like Everybody almost trap music almost. Yeah, like, it is. It's a trap beat. Because he said it like, um, towards the end. Which I think he, that, that could be his lane to me. Doing trap type beats and flows with a message to it. And that's why people, you know, because some folks think that he can't rap on trap beats, so that's why he created that shit. Mm-hmm. It was a good thing. Because that's what you gotta do, really, because you gotta have some, some shit to get catch people in, and then when it's like fuck with the song, they'll go back and like find out what actual bars are. Yeah. Motivate, motivate, motivate. Also, he said like he you know, like had, had very simple hooks too, right? Mm-hmm. And it worked. I'm trying to think. It, um, I like every song on there. The song about his mom was really good. Brackets was really good. Why did brackets go? That's a tax one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He brought up a good point that that I didn't wonder about taxes, but it would make sense because since people always complain about taxes, why why can't we just pick where our tax money goes? I know. Because the government don't even use all the taxes. Yep. I know. He said taxes end up winding up going to some government, some company making 
You know, if they're making weapons, they winds up in the hood. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, motherfuckers up here getting shot the fuck up and shit. That's why, what you call it, the National Rifle Association and everybody's so bad on them because of the fact that they just think it's just some white folks that did. Some white folks that, because basically, yeah, I think National Gun Association, that was created by white folks anyway. Mm-hmm. So, majority of them are Republican. And mm-hmm. they they going to kind of like stick with having a rifle and rifle bear arm. But my whole thing is, if you was, if Michigan was like Texas, for example, Texas, you can still carry, you can hold all that. You can shoot somebody. No, I, no. I, I could kill somebody at my on my property. He got all he got to do is just stamp on my property, then he can I could shoot him dead. No, where a concealed um, carry here in Michigan? Like y'all like open carry. Open carry. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy, right? Open carry. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, because I'm around like the grocery store. This dude literally had like guns on him, like he was like a Midwestern. Right. That's crazy as fuck. And then he was like thanking me for my service. We walked over me. I'm looking at him like, oh shit, like what the fuck? Thank me for my service and all this shit. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, that's how I gotta look at him like. But on the flip side, I'd be thinking in my head. Cause I have never, I haven't ran into a black dude that was strapped in Texas. That would be my point. But if I was a black dude, I probably would, just cause I had a right to. You see what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, but, but you know, I gotta tread lightly on it because of the fact that yeah, I got concealed carry and stuff. I won't be like dude, or not concealed carry, but open carry. <laughs> I don't want to go to the point where. I'm about to get shot just because so I, I got steal. my own. Yeah, I got exactly. my own pistol, and I got the right to have my own pistol on me. I got papers and all that shit. No, Anglo-Saxons have the right to bear arms. <laughs> Black people do not have the right to bear arms. <laughs> That's what the big uh, confusion is, because because if you were to walk around an open open carry state um, with a gun, you would get pulled over all the fucking time, and people would feel unsafe. But if an Anglo-Saxon has a gun, oh, that's fine, because the Second Amendment, if we're being honest, is not for Black people. The Second Amendment is really to protect white people from the perceived threat of black people. Mm -hmm. If we're being completely honest about it. Because if you or I, we we could have on a business suit, um, have a fucking Rolex, be driven there in uh, in our personal chauffeur, and go to a gun store, try to buy a gun, and and we'll get hassled with a farmer going there with shit on his fucking overalls, get no problem at all. Right. It's a fact. Because the Second Amendment isn't for black people. It's, it's white people. No, you're right. And yeah, the whole Constitution is beyond with you, but... Exactly, yeah, yeah, for sure. And if we try to join the fucking NRA, the fucking parties are, uh, we're not have any opening. How do you not have any opening? Yeah, we don't pay. <laughs> so it's some bullshit. Yeah, yes, they and, a joke for real. But no, that's how they did end up. They, money, they get their money from taxes or they, exactly. they don't have to pay taxes and all that shit just because they put money into some politician pocket. That's all it goes, man. It it astounds me how I know we kind of diverting a little bit, but it kind of and this is one reason why I like J. Cole. There we it, go. <laughs> it, 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 it astounds me because he hitting like wickets of like what's going on in the world and all this, mm-hmm. and it astounds me that why don't we when you have you the richest dude on the planet, the guy from Amazon, and he don't pay taxes. He ain't had to pay tax. Because as soon as you get a certain high a tax bracket, you ain't had to pay taxes. It's not that he doesn't have to pay taxes. I'm not mad at him. Here's, here's why. If he's able to finesse the tax system, so be it. Because we can too. But he he wasn't, he ain't had to finesse it. He, he had a certain bracket that he don't have to pay. That's not true. 
He don't have to pay. That's, that's not true. Yeah, don't tell you. He, he finessed it. He ain't finessed it. From what I read, he, that's what he did because uh, because he found a way to claim a certain amount in charity, or he claimed zero somewhere, saying like the Amazon didn't make a profit somehow. From what I read, I could be wrong, but I, for, I from what I understand, he finessed it. Oh, I take a look at it again. Cause, Cause from, from what I was told, when you hit a certain the billionaires, when they hit a certain bracket, like in the billionaire range, that's because what Trump's and Trump's president and all that he mm-hmm. don't passes, that they don't pay tax. He the one who passed it that way. So you in the billions, you in certain billions, that you don't have to pay on no taxes because of the fact that you how they look at it, your dedication to the community of you providing through their company. Shipping boxes and all this shit, giving out jobs and all that shit. That's your way of paying taxes. So why would you have to pay taxes again? That's at least that's what I heard. Now <laughs> that you've been providing those ways, that could be back up my point though, because I don't think it's just automatically you make so much in, in a certain bracket you have to pay, but because you claim so many things that you do for charity or because of the employees you have, that that makes it. Because yeah. but, but taxes right for us though, I, I think of taxes like this. Poor people get fucked on taxes. Rich people don't. The middle class get fucked on, on taxes. Yeah. Uh, it's 50 Poor people don't pay taxes. The reason why I say poor people don't... The only reason why poor people... Poor people that actually do pay taxes... I mean, poor people... I'm talking lower about like... Lord, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They right. get fucked. Yep. To the Absolutely. point where it's like... If you don't pay your taxes... Then they're going to come at your pockets... Garnish your ways and all yep. that sort of shit. You don't have money for a lawyer... But if you end up getting, like, you making millions and stuff, and then all of a sudden they say, oh, you messed up, you forgot an O, or you didn't pay nobody, and they say, oh, we about to come after you, all you got to do is get a lawyer, and then all of a sudden they're going to back up. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I mean, bro. Or unless you Wesley Snipes or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think he's paying his taxes. That was an issue. <laughs> I found out about that, too. It wasn't that he wasn't paying taxes for, per se. When you try to finesse out of paying taxes, you better make sure that you do the right finesse. He tried to finesse it by making his own church or something like that. Oh, okay. But then they questioned him on a church, and he didn't have anything to back it up. So that's how he, that's how he got caught up. But um, even my tax lady told me about my, my tax woman um, is that essentially the tax has so many uh, laws and loopholes in it is made so people don't have to pay taxes really but but only certain but nobody gives the normal people those cheat codes but their cheat codes out everything in america mm. that's why they don't want everybody to be part of the elite so that everybody has those cheat codes but uh, america is I, I i love america but america's fucked up about all of the secrecy about like ways i actually make it and like the thing that people on top do but think about I heard that in Canada, right? Okay, so first, first for example, right? Say that you want to go to law school. There's only like, say that you got out of law school and trying to get like a job at a big law firm. If you didn't go to like the top ten law schools, the top firms won't even look at you. But if you did go to those top law schools, you pretty, pretty much guaranteed to get in. So it's not if you're a good lawyer or not. It's if you can say you went to that law school. Oh, I got you. In Canada. The top law school, oh, and then like those top law schools only take like one percent of people of people that apply. But like in Canada, the top law school takes eighty five percent of people like who, who apply, and, and also like they are uh, fucking fees and shit. Yeah, you go based on your merit, not like 
going like something like the fucking test. No, this time, like fifteen you. minutes, take the test you. and shit. And the fact that you you can take a, a test to, to give you test taking skills to pass these tests is crazy. The tests aren't even based on what you actually know. It's based on your it's based on your test taking skills. Mm-hmm. And it's like twenty minutes to do like a thousand questions. And shit, it's, it's crazy shit. But so that's how education's fucked up. The healthcare system all the way fucked up. All the way fucked up. We can call ourselves the best country in the world. We're better on the third world country. America's number one. How are we number one? We don't. We, we don't give a fuck about our people. And the yeah. reason why healthcare will never be fixed, because there was money in it. Yeah. How many companies would go bankrupt? It, it, even if we had affordable healthcare and all that shit, it would never happen. Yeah, never, yeah. It's, it's never a business, happened. and it's the biggest business in America. Yeah. And then of course, like the criminal justice. Has to be on, folks. Yeah. The criminal justice system is, is so fucked up. But if you know the right cheat code, you can get out of any lawsuit. You don't have, you don't gotta go to jail, none of that shit. But but uh, the cheat codes are uh, not available. Uh, but the cheat codes they for they ain't black. Things, no, <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, They're to keep us locked up. For real, it's all fucked up. But um, yeah, but that's the type of shit that J Cole talks about on brackets. For essentially. <laughs> <laughs> Because, uh, cause, yeah, because all of that is a good system, but how would the government pay for the shit that they want to pay for if our tax money going to Flint Water, yeah. going to make sure that all the uh, fucking schools have the same level of education so there really is competition? Because, like, in my class I'm taking for school, uh, like, it's a very, very Republican class. And, like, the shit I got to read every week for this class makes me upset. How fucking, like, oh... How fucking Republican and how they they try to bring God in talking about it's good Christian values, but then they're talking about poor people uh, are just gonna be poor. Uh, like uh, like uh, a welfare doesn't help anybody out because it makes people lazy and shit. Like, but some people, but if capitalism is designed for some people to fail, so how are those people gonna live? Just fucking yeah. let them die. That's- the majority of Republicans think that if you ain't working and you you're on the system that you're being lazy. A lot of people think that most Republicans think yeah. that Democrats, a lot of people will not vote for Democrat because of the fact that they 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 too far left, honestly. They so left yeah, they so left that all they wanna do is programs to keep so you could get the poor up to the middle class and the rich and all that and this, that and the third. But nine times out of ten, they're pulling money from other places. Yep. As well and I can tell you, like I tell you, one was when, like when Obama, and I love, I, you know, what I'm saying, I, I'm an Obama fan, but when he was in, he was pulling in from the military. Mm-hmm. So the government was, like, literally, we had government shut down. Fucking people end up losing their jobs. They getting kicked out of the military because they're saying that we don't have enough money to pay you. That's why, like, that's insane. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, why a lot of people in like armed services didn't like Obama. Yeah, and then it was just like, damn. And then also too, we get a raise every year, and the raise was like one point whatever percent or point whatever, and everybody was like, "Damn!" But if Republican in there, that's just like three point something, and yep. it's, I mean, it makes more than a dollar difference. We talking about maybe hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Compared to like twenty five dollars, that's why they be like, "Oh, let's go Republican because of this, that, and third. Because right now, it's beef, beef, beefing up the military, beefing up, mm-hmm. beefing up, beefing up, beefing up. Then as soon as somebody get in place, depending on which side it's gonna be, if it's gonna be a Democrat, you might as well say everything from the government about to get wiped clean, and then they they're not gonna be for the government. They're gonna start subtracting, 
And by the time they subtract him, this guy will be. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but that's also part uh, part of uh, why the system's so fucked up because uh, Bernie Sanders said that like he signed off on that bill that basically militarized the police and fucked up black people and shit because there are other things in that bill that were actually good. The bills are so fucked that have a fucked up part of it, but then it has really good shit in it that people do stand for. So then, like, it's fucking, it's, it's a lose-lose for them. But, um, shit, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, I was about the military. Oh, capitalism. So, America is built off of capitalism. Now, I'm not saying, that, oh, it'd be better if, if this was socialism, but capitalism is designed for people to fail. It's not designed for everybody to win. So what about the people who who do try and still fail? I know, but but um, for Republicans, oh, I, I love the Lord, but too bad, poor people, and like that, that's one of the big things that Jesus was about helping out the poor. <laughs> so it, it, it makes no it sense. Makes no sense. So I'm like, and so oh yeah, so so in, in my class, it was some stupid ass pointed question about being anti welfare. I was like, well, um, the school we go to costs a lot of fucking money for no fucking reason. How about at least for um, to make things to make things fair with this competition for capitalism? Make sure every school in America has the same high level of education, so all the kids at least at the base level before college at least. Not talking about the very expensive, expensive as higher education. Mm. Give all the schools the same level of education, same books in all the schools, the same tests and, and the same fucking meat testing all that shit for all the schools so have all the, so make sure that the kids in America are the best educated kids in the world then have it all compete for the same jobs but they ain't gonna do that cause they really only private schools get the good education yeah. private schools get the same cause it, it, it's broken from the very beginning yeah you're right now can a person get out of those circumstances yes but the likelihood of, of it and the percentage of it cause there's also mental components to it as well but it's highly unlikely that everybody will, will be able to reach those levels. Because if you start off fucking behind, you're probably going to stay behind. You can catch Dang up, but, yeah. but but the likelihood of it, of it is rare. Because some the people come over from uh, other countries and they make it because their standards are so low. And like our American standard could be in a first world country or higher than others. Like, we aren't going to... This is this one like this is what I hate and this is something mm-hmm. that I can more pop with my dad when he told me this was actually some knowledge I kept with me. And you can vouch for this. Being in the hood, you go to every store it's like a liquor store in the corner. Every liquor store is not even black owned. Yep. We only have we have like black hair care products only on exactly. like we talked about before too. And then the, the thing is, some black folks did own a couple businesses around the hood. They end up selling out later and this, that, and the third. Which is sad because a lot of black folks would go there because of them. They wouldn't want to go there because they rather support them than support anybody else. But then on the flip side of that is the guys that own it, well here is the Arabs, right? Arab Arabs. Amer- Arab Americans. Arab Americans. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be politically correct. But the only thing is though, when they come, once they come here though, they do come here and then once they come in, they don't have to pay taxes for seven years. Yep. That that rule haven't changed since the end of time. If they had to pay, trust me, if they had to pay taxes as soon as they got there, they would not have no business. Nope. No business. By the time they 
don't have to pay taxes. They ain't already them. Wait, but the blacks want to have their reparations. Doesn't make any sense. I know, I know. <laughs> but yet they'll give other people from other countries yeah, exactly. tax free. Yeah, tax free. But, but the very ideal of us asking for something that we were guaranteed by the government <laughs> is preposterous. How dare us? <laughs> you weren't my slave. You want to pay your reparations? That's a lie. Yeah, it's so fuck, fucked man. up. Bro. It's so fucked up. But um, to that point though, the downside about the black-owned businesses and predominantly black environments is a black is a is a customer base from them are more likely to ask for a discount That's than true. it would from the other culture who may own those stores so so i was that saying like the snake snake eating his own tail i think that might apply mm. but yeah so it's a lose look like even if they were to, i guarantee you like th- those people left either because of being robbed or because of lack of business, because black people don't support black people, or, or they want a discount. Even with non-black people, because like a friend of mine has a friend like that owns a store, and I, then oh really right, right. and uh, it's a comic book store, um, and then I had problems in my comic book store, uh, like uh, 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 like dude. Um, who owns like concert that I go to? He went off on my brother about some shit, so I was pissed about that shit. So then, like, I was like, "Fuck that nigga." Not saying like he's a black person is the same nigga because that's what we say on the show. But anyway, so I talked to my other friend about it and seeing uh what his store's uh discount was because like because I got a pull list, I get like I think twenty percent off all books. Mm-hmm. A cover price. He said that his store was only like five percent. I'm like, well, fuck five percent. And then he was like, well, you support a small business, like, I uh, like, yeah, but you say uh support small business, but every time we go to that store, like, you, uh, like always ask for a discount. How does support a small business? Yeah. Like, oh uh, well, uh, it's better than one. Like, cause if I have a small business. I don't want to sell shit so bad I, I give everybody a discount. Oh, oh I want that. Full, that's why I put this the price to go there because that's how much I want for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like it's not only in our community because everybody wants, especially from small businesses, everybody expects a discount when they don't need a discount. They need every cent. In small businesses anyway now is getting destroyed because Amazon destroying the hell out of Amazon is destroying them. Or Amazon is destroying everyone. Yeah, smaller <laughs> big. That's all paradigm shift. But yeah, but. Everything is because, like, the taxes that like those businesses have to pay for their buildings, and then the price they have to pay for their products, even if not for Amazon, it's so difficult to make it because mm-hmm. uh, they have to charge full price and shit, which Amazon shit can do for a lot less. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> but that just means that those type of stores need to do something else essentially because, yeah, because even if Amazon goes down, they're gonna be something else, yeah. The whole brick and mortar shit is done. Uh, which J. Cole talked about, and I saw brackets as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think we would both agree that, uh, now, okay, so would you say the KOD is your favorite J. Cole? No, uh, Forest Hills. Oh, you said that. You said, yeah. You, you. Alright, so, real quick, because he has five in here, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's a quick top five in a particular order. 
so uh do you want to go first with your whole top five yeah i'll go so five being a trash then like one being the best uh, all right so five starting from the bottom <laughs> i had to put uh for your eyes only okay um number four this is tough uh this is tough. You're liking the J. Cole a lot more on this episode than you have on previous episodes, I feel like. You say what? Is it, you're liking J. Cole a lot more on this episode. Yeah, it's tough, man. It, this was, yeah. I do, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a real, I'm a, I'm more of a J. Cole fan than a Kendrick fan. And Kendrick, really? I like Kendrick. I really do like Kendrick, but I'm a J. Cole fan because it seems like That's I can like, good relate too. to him more. Because I honestly only really like them. Oh, for real? Yeah, like, uh, what's the name? I love I like Mad City. Mad City. Ooh. That body of work, classic. It's still, that's and to be true. honest with you, that's one of the, uh, still running on the 200 billboard list since it came out. Damn, or uh, Mad City? Mad City. Is it? Hmm. It's actually, I think it's in competition with, like, uh, with Eminem, the Eminem show. Huh. Back in the day, because I don't know, Eminem show still on there? But I it think was only it was for a long ass time. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. That's the thing. Yeah. So. That's a good point. Yeah. But uh, who I put? Uh, let me think, man. All right, this was tough. This was, this one tough. I'm gonna put. You can skip around until you can do five and one and like. No, no, no. I'm putting okay. least to. So I said for, uh, for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? Is it the West Side Story? What's it? West Side Story. Uh, Cold World. Cold World. The Sideline Story. The Sideline Story. I had to put that one for. That's a, okay. I had to. Ours gonna be completely different. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, I don't want to mm-hmm. because this a it's it's just tough, man. It's a really good album, man. But it's kind of like when Lil Zane said. When one twelve singing to you, we kind of feel them to bring to you. You think about the feeling that the J Cole album brought to you, like in places it took you. Yeah, yeah. Sonically. <laughs> then I will put the one that you don't like. You think that's the least born center? S three. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. put born center is three. Then after that, KOD. K. Well, this one's kind of hard, but I I will put KOD second, and then put number one, Forest Hill Drive. And the only reason why I wouldn't flip, you could almost flip flop them. Mm-hmm. But I still would put the four seal just because that one came first. That's okay. the reason why. Uh, so yeah, so my fifth one for sure is Born Center. <laughs> That's without a doubt. Um, number four, probably, probably for your eyes only. Then 2014 four seals drive number three. Then, yeah, like, one and two is hard for me because he said more shit that made me think on KOD, but KOD is also a little preachy. Just a little bit, like, like not like Chance the Rapper preachy or fucking, uh, any other backpack rapper, any yeah. other backpack rapper preachy, but it's a little preachy, especially because... Yes, okay, so KOD and then Sideline Story is number one. Because on, um, he's kind of a hypocrite. Because on, uh, on Middle Child, 
He talked. He went back when she said, "Okay, O.D." He was like, "I don't care if you snort. I, I like to drink. I might smoke some of the but 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 uh, but uh, from K.O.D. Like, yeah, like he's an anti-drug altogether. He's like meditate, don't and meditate, don't uh, uh no, I think that was the, the metaphor. He looked like he was anti-drug. Like he used a, K.O.D. is a dare commercial. Bro. But not then. But then what's the name? He said the same shit when he was on uh was 1986. That was it. That was about drugs. No, no, no. When he said, basically, when he was talking about how he don't care about these rappers, this mm-hmm. and the other, it was almost the same flow as Miller Child, like right where yeah. he left off. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's kind of like a precursor. Nineteen ninety-five. I arrived. That's probably called it like the prelude. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm talking specifically about Listen. the drug references. Nah, I got you. I got you. So I, I feel like he kind of flipped it. So yeah. So so for that reason, the first one is my, is my favorite one. Um. All right. So we even got you guys a top five in here. And then I think we said next time that we get on the mics is is going to be our top five top black movies, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Top five black movies. I bet it won't be any black movie on there. That came out after after the year two thousand. You damn right. <laughs> damn right. Besides Black Panther, maybe like, you, I, I might not black. Black Panther might not. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So that's pretty much it. I. So this isn't a list show. So because it isn't a list show per se, we won't have that same um, sign off. And also, I forgot it again. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we'll get back to it next time. So, yep. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this show and our political musings. Uh, For any uh, staunch Republicans or gun rights people, I hope it didn't offend you too bad. But think about do something you don't typically do. Well, that's kind of going to put you all in the same basket. But do something some of you guys don't do. Look at this from other people's perspectives. And don't think everyone is exactly the same as you because we're different. Then maybe you'll see that we did make some pretty. Fair points. So until then, we are out this bitch.